In today's podcast, we're going to pick up where we left off the last couple weeks, uh, discussing conversations you should be having with your accountant. Over the last couple weeks, we uh, we talked about everything from uh, kind of what you typically normally think about uh, the conversations you have with your accountant as it relates to whether it's you know tax return preparation, financial statements. Uh, kind of went into the next level as we uh, talked a little bit about cash flow and uh, got into some trending and talking about future planning, et cetera. And, and uh, today we're going to pick up uh, the, the last kind of four uh, areas that, uh, that I'm um, going to identify as far as in potential areas that you may want to have a conversation with your accountant. Um, for, for a lot of, uh, for individuals, they may have an accountant where they just uh, simply stop by their office or in this day and age, uh, just provide the information virtually uh, and, uh, you know, just looking for a, a tax return uh, to, to be produced. For, for uh, I know it, in my firm and I know for most business owners, they're looking for more from their accountant. And uh, accountants are busy, just like uh, most uh, professionals are, and, and sometimes uh, we can get into a mode of just wanting to just produce whatever the, uh, whatever the, the customer, essentially, or the client is looking for. Um, but, uh, but as an accountant that really wants to try to bring value and take it to the next level, we really do want to see our clients succeed. And in order for us to be able to uh, truly to try to bring the, the most value that we can to a client to, to really kind of help them to get to where they're wanting to go, uh, it really does require a lot of communication and, and beyond that, just a lot of work. And uh, uh, so t- today going to um, just talk about, like I said, the last kind of four areas and, and uh, first that being uh, really just taking a deeper dive into your KPIs. Of course, I'm in, I'm in different masterminds, and and uh, a lot of times, uh, even listening to other podcasts, you hear this term KPI being brought up. And uh, li- this last uh, weekend, I was uh, I was in a uh, local, very large uh, uh, retail store, and as I was walking through, uh, it, approaching the checkout line is is kind of uh, kind of the trend nowadays in the retail establishment. You walk into a into a Walmart or a Target or a Meyer or whatever it is. I mean, they have built these, you know, 20, 30 checkout counters. And now as you kind of begin approaching the, the checkout counters, you know, they'll have like one of the 30 that's actually occupied or two of the 30. And then there's 30, 40, 50 people in line to, uh, to get pushed toward the, uh, toward the self-checkout. And uh, for somebody like myself, I don't like going shopping to wait in line to buy something. So unless I actually have to go into the store, uh, I would rather just you know, go to Amazon. Now, some people, I guess they don't mind it. But somewhere along the lines, uh, somebody had a conversation uh, in regards to taking a look at their KPIs, whether it's a key performance indicator, or a key process indicator, and they took a deeper dive. So they took a look at it and, and made this determination of, okay, well, um, you know, we can uh, hire less people and still get the same amount of work done. Okay. Now, uh, at some point, somebody took a look at that information and I assume had a conversation in regards to this is what the process now is going to look like. And so when you take a deeper dive into the KPIs, in in this particular example, they were trying to determine how many people do I need to hire uh, in order to, uh, um, uh, to be able to check out X number of people. Now, there was a, a day and time where you go into a where you go into a retail establishment, and, and there was even a marketing effort out there to where if we see more than X number of people in line, we'll open up a new register. And uh, their point was to make it as easy as possible to for basically to take the client's money and uh, and be or the customer's money and to get them on uh, the rest of their day to try to make that shopping experience enjoyable. 
Okay, and so that was a determination they made, and, and, and at that point, your personnel cost was, was higher. Okay, now they want less personnel, and they would rather inconvenience the customer, and of course, that experience isn't nearly what it used to be. But that being said, uh, this, uh, that whole entire process was taking a deeper dive into the KPIs. It wasn't simply just identifying, for every 25 customers, we needed to hire one more person or whatever, the, uh, whatever that determination was. So they took a deeper dive into, okay, well, this is really what these numbers mean, and then they end up with these either-or scenarios. So they decided they're going to make a trade-off. We're going to decrease our customer experience, uh, but it's going to allow us to decrease our cost, and then hopefully uh, they, uh, um, they find that they, you know, they either uh, end up making the same or more on the bottom line. We'll see in the in the long term what happens. I think now more people are going to Amazon, uh, and as I would, I'd rather go just to Amazon and wait a day or two than have to go and stand in a line of 30, 40, 50 people to check out something myself. And I, I do miss some of the uh, kind of the customer experience that we used to experience in retail. So conversations with your accountant. First, a deeper dive into your KPIs. Uh, secondly, a, a use of, of, of the accountant's network uh, for solutions. And whether we think about uh, succession planning, uh, uh, exit strategies, estate planning, business planning, tax planning, all these different types of areas that, uh, that I haven't necessarily t- touched at all, uh, but should be areas that you're having conversations with your accountant on. Uh, I think the, the, one of the greatest values that we can bring as an accountant is our network. We have a very vast network. Uh, literally, I would say the past 10 days or not been a day that has gone by that I haven't made a connection. Meaning that, uh, and, and it could have been uh, in a couple scenarios, it's been another service provider, another tax professional, another CPA from around the country that's reached out trying to find help for their client. Or in the alternative, uh, I have co- um, made the connection with somebody that I work closely with. Uh, they're not an employee. They work in a complete different, they have their own business, uh, maybe in a complete different industry. Uh, but there's a problem that we're trying to solve. And uh, you probably heard this line over and over and over again. I have a good friend that uh, I think uh, states this every time on his podcast. Uh, but uh, your, your, uh, your network is your net worth. And uh, many times it isn't just your network. It's the network of those that you're connected with. So it's the network of those in your network. And, uh, and so, uh, so many times when you're trying to get a, a problem solved, for example, you're trying to do some succession planning. Okay, uh, it's really good to have an attorney that specializes in that. You may not have that connection, but I promise you, your accountant probably does. Uh, you're trying to work through an exit strategy. You're working on your, your business plan. Maybe you're working on processes in your business, and you, uh, there's, you're having some struggles there trying to figure things out. Uh, good, good conversation to have with your accountant. They can probably help you with some of the processes on the financial piece uh, in your business, but in other areas, uh, you may need some help. And uh, so bringing, uh, having that conversation with your accountant and, and leveraging his network uh, inside of your business to be able to, uh, to, be able to help uh, get your business to the next level or uh, to reach the, uh, those desired goals that you have for your business. Uh, next, making sure if there's any sort of um, uh, plans of any sort of mergers, acquisitions, expansion into new product line, into new service lines, or even into new territories that you're having that uh, conversation with your accountant. Uh, many times we've seen that a, uh, that a client will come to us and said, oh, uh, by the way, I have somebody who's interested in buying the business. I, I've been putting some feelers out there, and, uh, and this is kind of what we're planning on doing. This is the price tag we put on. This is what we're talking about. And uh, so they've kind of you know, taken two or three steps ahead without ever having a conversation with us. 
and then I, I look at them and said, well, uh, um, you know, now we're going to have to try to figure out what we're going to do from a tax scenario. If we would have just done X, Y, and Z, we potentially could have saved a lot of money, uh, making uh, do, doing so, a little bit more additional planning, a little bit more conversation as it relates to the plan uh, really can help uh, uh, getting you to the point to where, um, as, as a client, uh, more money in your pocket, uh, or a smoother process uh, as you go through, whether it is you're looking uh, to um, to buy another business, to your business, to be swallowed up essentially by another business, looking to sell your business or merge your business with another one, uh, or uh, if you're looking to expand into new products or new service lines or going into new territories. Nowadays, with uh, whether it's online, whether it's uh, physical, you have all these new tax rules. Uh, that uh, you have to be aware of to make sure that you're set up properly in those states and, and that uh, you don't get there and then all of a sudden uh, you're shut down or you run into some issues because you have, did not properly plan. So making sure you're having those conversations with your accountant. And lastly, and, and kind of maybe the most uh, maybe unexpected, would be to just kind of uh, have those personal and professional type conversations uh, with your accountant beyond just those things that you normally would have. And, uh, and here's what I mean by that. As, as, as an accountant for, for our clientele, for many of them, I've gotten to know them, uh, I've gotten to know them personally. And uh, we have, uh, for, for my firm, we're, we're not localized. I, I actually physically sit uh, in Northwest Indiana, just outside of Chicago. But uh, more of our clients than not are not in this area. We have many, many clients in Florida and Texas and California and, and Pennsylvania, et cetera. And uh, I'm, I'm calls with them quite frequently. And, uh, and through that, and of course, I, I do a, a fair amount of traveling for masterminds and, and other events, and I get to cross paths with clients as I travel. And I get to know them. I get to know their spouses and their children. So not only do I get to know their businesses intimately, I get to know them uh, personally as well. And uh, of course, that opens up for a lot of dialogue, and we, we go beyond just trying to fix issues within the business or trying to get a tax return done or financial statements. Uh, we really get into a lot of dialogue as far as what's going on in, in your personal life. And uh, not to be nosy or whatever the case may be, usually it just comes up in conversation. And, uh, and it really allows for us to be able to help uh, either serve them better or be able to help to uh, um, provide maybe a unique insight. The reason I mention that is if you aren't having those conversations, uh, you may want to. Uh, simply because uh, <clears throat> accountants uh, many times are unique in the fact that they do touch a lot of different types of people and a lot of different types of businesses. So many times if you're having these type of conversations, for example, in a mastermind community, it may be uh, um, just other business owners with similar types of businesses. It may be a, a similar type of makeup as yours. They're kind of at the same place in their business cycle. Uh, they uh, may be the same culturally. They, uh, they're doing the same types of things that you are and having some of the same types of struggles. So many times you're able to have those conversations with your accountant. Uh, they, you know, they, maybe you're in, in, uh, uh, you're in the retail area, but they, they deal with, uh, with a lot of clients and uh, have a lot of clients in, in say in, in real estate or in the, in the wholesale sector, or maybe in the government or nonprofit. And, uh, and, and so they have, they're having these types of conversations that brings different types of insight and to be able to maybe help bring a different type of a perspective to you, whether it's personally or professionally, uh, than you may not get otherwise. I appreciate you taking a few moments uh, to listen in once again today. This is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Hopefully this podcast did bring some value to you. If you haven't already, I would encourage you to subscribe. Hope, hope you have a wonderful day.